what's going on everyone welcome back it is the studio experience podcast season three episode number two we are back after two weeks now for a bonus episode these bonus episodes are pretty targeted on specific topics and oftentimes a little bit shorter just to kind of get to the point on one specific idea that may not warrant an entire maybe more full-length episode at least typically so that's what we're doing today and i've got as always my great friend joe chuddick in the house welcome joe Welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me. I am really excited to talk about how to EQ your top snare drum 57 <laughs> mic today, specifically. Dude, that should be... Yeah, honestly, let's do an episode on that, because people need to know how. <laughs> oh, you just you delete it. No, I'm just Oh, kidding. there it is. Yeah. Or you, you mute it, but use it to trigger a sample, right? Exactly. That's exactly it. It's the only thing you need to do. Uh, we just, but only somewhat. Now, uh, actually, today we're going to be talking about goals in general. It's you know early in the year still, and I thought it'd be fun to kind of check in and talk about goals, like setting them, achieving them, maybe getting rid of them. I don't know. It's it's pretty open, but I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I am. I'm excited to hear yours as well. I mean, goals can go a lot of different ways. I mean, very specific yeah. goals, very broad and general goals, work-related goals, personal goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just lots and lots of different things to do. And uh, yeah, I've set a few myself this year, but nothing, I'm not a specific goal person. I'll, I'll say it right there. I'm not like, I want to mix 20 records this year. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's just going to change the way I approach my way of um, interacting with people. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and talk about that kind of broad perspective goal setting mentality, I guess, because I think it does start there, maybe even just your personality of what approach do you typically have with setting goals? So, Joe, you're saying for you, it's not all that specific all that often. So how do you look at setting goals? I kind of just look at the previous year, honestly. Okay. And, and just think about things I could have done better. Things where I kind of like felt like I lacked a little or things that maybe worked really well the year before that I could, I could do better at mm, to, okay. cause I'm not looking like in the end, we all want to, we all want to work more. We all want to have better work. We all want to win a Grammy. We all want to mix a gold record or master a platinum record, whatever it is. Sure. But I don't like to look at those as, as my goals. I know I have some friends that, set specific goals and it works for them. And that's amazing. In my lifetime, I've always written down goals. I've always like jotted them down on notes or something and just like look at them once a day. And mm. and the specific ones never, never happen. I just get stressed about them, honestly. Yeah. So I've just started thinking about, well, what are the things that could lead to those goals? And I take a step back and a step further away. Okay. And maybe take another step further back and another step further back and um, like this year, it's honestly just connect more with people nice. like have a better focus and attention. And really, when I talk to somebody, like completely disregard the aspect of work. Mm. Even if we're talking about work, it's not about work. It's just about hanging out, talking, sharing, laughing, yeah. sharing our frustrations. Nothing is about the work anymore when I talk to people. That's kind of the goal. That's great. Yeah, I want to try to do more of that this year. And that's literally, I think, like the only goal I have was that. Just be more attentive and focused. And Yeah. 
Well, I'd be curious to know if there's a particular reason why you chose to take a general approach with setting a goal like that, or if, you know, there are things that, I mean, I guess you already mentioned not being super into like the hyper specific goals just because it's kind of stressful. But I mean, is that really the main ideology behind being more general with your approach? Or is it just like you want to focus on one simple thing and just kind of make that your compass or... How do you feel about yeah, that approach? Yeah, just focus on one simple thing, make it the compass, and everything else will just fall into place afterwards. I know my personality, mm-hmm. and I know just by talking to people and talking to other mix engineers and just like sharing our frustrations with things, our excitement of a new plugin, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just we're both going to learn from each other, I think, yeah. that way, unknowingly. Not really like, hey, what do you, what do you put on your mix bus? Yeah. Sort of thing. And let me do that. It's just going to come naturally. And all those just you learn. I mean, I don't like focusing on on like an end goal because there is never an end goal. What are the things that are just going to make all of us better, make myself grow mm. more? And that's that's kind of my thought behind that. Yeah. There's no end goal. I mean, you get one gold record, you want two, you want three, you want a platinum, <laughs> you want a diamond, you want a Grammy, you want you want the Grammy, you want the, right. the best... Yeah, mixed album grant, whatever it is. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, like album of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it never ends. And then you won two of those and you went three in a row. And then it, <laughs> yeah. there's no end goal. Yeah. There's no end goal. I want to be Serban. Well, you know what? Maybe you can be better than Serban. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I want to charge five grand a mix, 10 grand a mix. Well, what's what's that going to do for you? Like, okay, cool. You did that. You charged one mix as five grand. And then was that a better mix? Was that worth it? Was that justified or did Mm -hmm. you just do it because you could right i mean there's lots of those thoughts that happen it's like just knowing who you are and setting a goal based on who you are i think is the best thing you could do man i love that And for me that's just it's just talking to people i love talking to people Mm -hmm. that's it yeah man Um, that's so cool i love that that's really i mean honestly for me it's kind of refreshing to hear because i've I sort of have a similar approach or mentality maybe with with a lot of these things that you're talking about, like setting a target income amount or a, a target number of projects or however many accolades or, you know, acknowledgements or anything like that. To me, I mean, I guess it's fine to like want to achieve things and maybe hit benchmarks and you should celebrate benchmarks and that kind of thing. I think that's great. But to make it like the focus of your goals is probably going to be kind of a letdown type feeling once you get there, because you still have the rest of your life. It's sort of like the now what thing. And I know people could say, well, then you set the next goal. But I think if your mentality is just chasing the next accomplishment, that starts to become the feel becomes more of a rat race kind of, you know, hamster on a wheel type thing where you just like, what am I running towards is it just the next carrot you know or is it like exactly maybe the more broad general stuff kind of like we're talking about like am i trying to be better with the people that i talk with with my clients like make them feel great about the experience of working with me Mm -hmm. make me feel great about the experiences i'm having working with people i think that's like i don't know for me similar to you it's mentally not nearly as much of a strain and a drain to try to do that and it makes me feel a lot better than like oh i gotta send out 20 emails today to make sure i hit my quota for like cold email outreach or something like that 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, you lose your perspective. I feel that way. And you lose who you are a little bit. And right. you just get goal driven rather than just being you. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was going towards there is like, whenever you're so focused on a number or a particular thing, it sort of can take you out of the equation and it all just becomes about hitting that mark kind of no matter what it takes. And then other things may potentially be suffering quite a bit because of that sort of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You brought up something there with setting goals and you, you, what, what are you achieving at the end where it came like really apparent to me. And this is kind of funny parallel, but like gear, all these little pieces of gear I was buying compressor mm. here, EQ there. And I was thinking like, Oh, it's going to make the mix better. Mm-hmm. Really didn't, it didn't matter in the end. It didn't matter at all. And the moment I sat down and went, what is the end goal here? Like, what do I, what do I really need to do with this? And it was like, let's just get the monitoring right in my room. Mm-hmm. Let's forget everything else. Let's just make sure that what I'm listening to, I mean, cause that's the end goal. It's like, you got to be listening to something great in a great way. And as soon as I did that, I stopped caring about gear. I don't go on reverb anymore. I don't look at it. I like figured out my overall goal, which mm-hmm. was get the room right. And now I walk in here and I'm happy. I never think about anything else. And with goal setting, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, why am I setting all these little tiny things that I'm hoping make the big thing better? Mm. We just focus on the big thing mm-hmm. and then just <laughs> tackle the big thing. And the big thing was monitoring in that sense of gear in the room. And right. then the big thing, as far as goals went, was just like, let's just be better with people. Let's be better with the people around me. Yeah. Well, I have a thought to add to this too. Like when you're thinking to yourself about, uh, let's say monitoring is your goal and it's you know fairly specific to that. There's nothing wrong with setting, you know, more individualized step type goals where that is the focus. It's like, okay, well now I've thought through the process of how I want to achieve this goal. I've sort of got a roadmap, if you will, of steps I need to take to get there. Hopefully you've done enough research to kind of figure out what will be a great path to get you there. But, you know, it's not bad to then be focusing your attention on these steps as kind of miniature goals. But the idea is to serve the ultimate goal and you don't want to get too lost like we were saying before and just like I've got to hit this benchmark by X date or I'm a failure or my life is over. The business is going to crumble or something like that. It's kind of the difference of being a slave to a goal versus just like, okay, this is the next thing that will help me do what I'm trying to do. And so taking it in a simple way, just one step at a time, I think that's a big help for me is whenever you see a lot of things that you want to accomplish or a lot of, or maybe even one just bigger idea that feels impossible, it's totally fine to go ahead and get granular, break things down into bite-sized chunks. I find that helpful, in fact. And it's just like, what's the next thing I need to improve upon and get right so that I can get further down the road of achieving the specific goal? Yeah, that's very true a great way and i didn't realize it but yeah you kind of think that way of like like let's say the big goal is like just be a better talk to people better and be more attentive like how do you do that what are what are the little steps in between to make Mm -hmm. sure that you you do that yeah yeah because when you see it all at once you're like ah shit i don't even know where to start or i don't like i can't do all this it's too much and it's overwhelming and we can talk 
maybe some more about the overwhelming part of this in a little bit, but whenever you break it all down, it's almost like if you see it as a big picture and then you put a grid of horizontal and vertical lines across this picture, you just look at the bottom left square of the grid. What's that one piece require to accomplish? You don't even have to worry about painting the entire picture, achieving the whole thing all at once. If you just get this one little square right first, you're, you know, 1% there. Every square that you sort of fulfill with whatever action is required to make that complete, that's just another percentage towards achieving that goal, you know? And so eventually you just kind of fill in more and more of those squares and the grid gets full and suddenly you've accomplished the entire thing, but you're not overwhelmed by the entirety of the thing. You're just focused on the one thing at a time. Yeah, no, that's a great way of putting it, actually. But I think too, though, the overwhelm thing, something that I've found maybe to zoom out back to just goal setting in general is I do not do well with, I think maybe a more traditional view of goals and goal setting, which is like, you know, we're early in the year. So like, here's all my new year's resolutions. Here's all the things I want to do this year and having a list of like five or 10 different things that you want to do to me, if you set all those different goals Again, you know, personally, I'm way less likely to achieve any of them because I'm going to see them all and get overwhelmed and say like, man, I can't do all this. There's so much (laughs) I would have to do to achieve this. And it makes me feel, you know, it's like overwhelm slash depression of like, I can't do any of this. So nothing gets done. If you're trying to tackle Everest all at once, it's it's not going to work. So for me, I just kind of zoom out like, okay, well, what's something that is more realistic and attainable, even kind of like you're saying, even just to generalize, like, I want to be better at my people skills. I think that's a really great broad goal that can break down in a lot of different ways, but it doesn't inherently get as overwhelming as like five or 10 or 20 goals, you know? Yep. Yeah, no. And then that can, then you can adjust your goals throughout the year too. I yeah. feel like as life changes, let's say, let's say one of your specific goals in the past was like, I'd love to have worked on a, on a single that goes gold. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when that opportunity comes up then to possibly work on a track that might actually legitimately have that possibility, then you can go, okay, this is the shot. Now, what do I need to do professionally sonically to make sure that I give it the best possible chance for this to happen when you have that opportunity and now mm-hmm. that can be that goal i feel yeah you're like setting yourself up to be able to achieve that yeah rather than be like i want my sing i want a single to go gold well what are you going to work on how are you going to mm-hmm. get there like there's a lot of steps before that that need to happen yeah do you have the skills do you have the relationships in place yeah. it's not just like cross your fingers and hope it works yeah are you ready do you have yeah do you have the relationships do you have the ability to make those relationships yet. Mm-hmm. Are you professional enough to make those relationships? How you're presenting yourself, your website, all that. There's so much. You can go down the rabbit hole and get overwhelmed instantly. Right. But if you're just like, if you just focus on one big thing, like I want to present myself more professionally this year. That's a great goal. Absolutely. Then you can break down the little steps afterwards. Like, oh, maybe it's my website. Maybe it's photography. Maybe... Maybe I just, I need to upgrade the aesthetics in my studio Mm -hmm. and there are no stress things. And eventually you'll find a good spot where you're like, I did it. I I feel that way because now I'm interacting with different people in the industry. 
Yeah. And it changes your perspective on things too. Whenever you've kind of put in the time and work to develop these things, you grow as an individual and it helps you see things a little more differently and clearly, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 100% agree. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the specific things, but it works for some people. It works really well, but it just overtakes me if it does. And then I just get like, I'm not me anymore. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of us in this industry as engineers, we can at least struggle with the idea of perfectionism and wanting to get it exactly right. And this is a bit of a tangent, but I think it's well worth mentioning the pursuit of perfection can be a pretty weary road, especially in this kind of conversation of goal achieving and setting and all of that. Because if you are the kind of person that struggles with it has to be perfect, then it becomes pretty, pretty tough, I think, when Mm -hmm. it comes to goal achieving, because there's this sort of threshold of like asking, is this good enough? Which (laughs) may make some people cringe just hearing good enough. But really, though, I mean, if, if you do have a lot of things that you want to achieve, man, there's a lot of value in hitting something 80% there and moving on to the next thing versus getting that last 20% of perfection, but you've made no progress anywhere else at all, you know? No, I, I agree with that. And maybe you're not capable of closing that 20% just yet. Yeah. So moving on, going to the next thing. Maybe in a few months, you'll be able to go back to that thing and close that 20% because of the skills you learn from moving forward. Yeah. And you may have just gained other experiences that are that aha moment of, oh, here's how I can, you know, really kind of put the cap on that thing. And then. But there are certain opportunities where you, where things need to be a hundred percent and perfect. Sure. So, yep. You got to weigh the situation. Yeah. I think. It's similar to what we've talked about in the past of hire a pro or do it yourself. If there's a whole lot riding on this being exactly right, I feel like to me, it's easier to sort of commit yourself to the task of getting it that way. And that may even look like bringing in someone else and paying some money to get it there. But you know that the value is there because it's absolutely necessary. But at the same time, other stuff, you know, like you mentioned, I just want to be a better professional audio engineer. Well, man, there's no shortage of things to focus on to do that. So if you've got a whole lot on your plate, get something 80% there, feel good about accomplishing that much progress in that area. And it's strong enough to function as it needs to, that can live at 80% for a while, while you go and develop other things and grow an equally leveled body of what you're professional presentation is i guess rather than like i've just got one leg that's like all the way there and you need a whole body to be functioning that's so important yeah you got to grow everything equally and yeah that's that's a really great way to put it adam yeah it's balanced you're not trying to run with one leg that's a good way to put your goals just balance them yeah and again it's you know the overwhelm thing is very very possible whenever you see like man i've got all these different things to do but one step at a time and maybe ask yourself too, like, what's the most necessary thing? Like, what's the biggest downfall I have keeping me from being better at what I'm trying to do? And almost like if you've got an idea, list them all out and then ask yourself, how important is this really to my success? Whatever the most important thing is, prioritize that, only focus on that. And once you know what that is, break it down into steps of, okay, well, how do I get to here? Then just start one step at a time. Some of you may be familiar with the debt snowball. 
It's like you take the smallest thing that you're facing of trying to get rid of when it comes to debt, focus on that because you start a progress rolling. You get rid of one credit card payment and that lessens the stress because now I've got one less thing that I'm trying to knock out. And then you can take the momentum that you got from getting used to taking that out, apply that to the next thing. And that makes the the next biggest thing feel more achievable. And over time, you've gotten so much momentum going that you're really knocking stuff out. And so the bigger thing isn't as daunting as it was at first because you've taken these smaller steps along the way. So it's the same idea. Whenever you're focusing on what's most important, I'll start there and I'll start small and build momentum. Amazing. That's my approach. (laughs) That's such a great approach. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's not for everyone. Joe, it sounds like you and I are pretty similar in kind of a general approach. To me, it's like the real granular stuff as the actual goal can leave you a little unfulfilled and it it can become a little stressful. So I hope this all helps. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure it does for a lot of people. I mean, that the moment of realization for me was was very profound. So, yeah, I think that that kind of covers everything. Yeah. For me, for sure. And it'd be great to hear from you all any, you know, tricks or methods you have of achieving goals or setting goals to, you know, encourage yourself, but also to be, you know, fruitful and be real with yourself about achieving goals. So I know we'd both love to hear from you about that. So feel free to shoot us a DM or a comment anytime. We're always online. So yeah, be looking for us. Awesome, Adam. Well, it was a pleasure today. Yes, definitely. And uh, thanks for sharing your perspective, Joe. It's always a joy to hear it. Same with you, Adam. Always, always an absolute pleasure and joy. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. We've got a interview coming up and it's going to be a good one. Very special. Yes. Yeah. So pumped. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you all in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.